1: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
0: do you want to know what's going on at 1265 lombardi
1: avenue what's next for the pack let's check in with our green and gold insider ryan wood of the green bay press gazette brought to you by thomas marola law offices divorce child custody and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with
2: Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800. 1250 AM, the fan. Ryan Wood, PackersNews.com, Green Bay Press-Gazette. Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Packers have a weekend off where they get to sit back, relax, watch some football. Three games Saturday, three games Sunday. Who will they play It's likely we'll know by Saturday night, unless the Bears shock the world on Sunday. Ryan Wood, good Good morning, bud. How are you?
0: Doing well. How are you?
2: Good. We've been chatting about uh, Mike Patton a little bit this week. And the conversation's been how we haven't really been chatting about Mike Patton this last month, because there was a lot of people upset with how he was coaching and how the defense was performing. Last three games, sixteen points, fourteen points, sixteen points allowed the team defensively has been playing really good and shutting down some really good weapons. What's changed from early in the season till now
0: well bart would would you believe that the Packers actually have a top ten defense because they do and uh, it's I guess they're, i do they're ele- they're eleventh in rushing, which is even more remarkable, I think um Look, they've just played really solid. Um, you know, I, I think in terms of run defense lately, it starts with the edge, and it starts with exactly what the San Francisco 49ers exploited in the NFC Championship game last year, which was overzealous, over-eager, Darius and Preston Smith as pass rushers getting out of position and really hitting the edge, and they haven't been doing that as much lately. And then you go to the back end. And the way that these two safeties are playing right now, Adrian Amos is playing out of his mind. And Darnell Savage Jr. has been really, really productive over the last month. Um, That's huge. And and then second level, right? I mean, Chris Barnes has been an absolute revelation. Um, And Christian Kirksey and Kamal Martin have been good themselves. This is probably the best middle, you know, inside linebacker, second level that they've had in in years. And and so you put it all together and and they've, they've got the personnel and, yeah, I think the one thing that schematically they're they're going to want to address is is and Mike Pettin talked about this yesterday is just being more situationally aware with the kind of coverages that they run. You know, not running off coverage on third and three and and those sort of things. Uh, and the fact that uh, that the very strong possibility that Tom Brady might be coming to Lambeau Field next week, you can understand why they need to be more situationally aware when it comes to coverage because Tom Brady will kill you if you're not. But in terms of that run defense, in terms of defense as a whole, I asked Mike Pettin yesterday if, if there's a better feeling for this group going into the playoffs than a year ago. He said that no question there is. and He said you can't put a price on confidence. This, this defense is playing with a lot of confidence right now, and he does feel better about this defense going into the playoffs this season than he did last season.
2: Oh, and the confidence of the secondary. I mean, what you said about Amos and, and Savage, I love the journey of Jair Alexander where he gets drafted and he says he's going to do all these great things and then – he goes out and does all these great things. And then Kevin King, who I, I watching the game Sunday was interesting because, you know, I take notes during the game and I'm I'm watching Kevin King. I'm watching open field tackles that he's making. I'm watching the Bears catch one in the flat and then King like charges right up and takes the guy down. I see he misses a tackle a little bit later. All right, that's a bummer. I thought Kevin King had a nice game. Uh Monday, I'm taking phone calls. Everybody's mad at Kevin King. Am I wrong about Kevin King?
0: No. I, it's, it's one of the most bizarre things about this team, Bart. And it, 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 I feel the same way. Because, it, and I, I could, I'll say this until I'm blue in the face, Kevin King is a good football player. He's a good football player. As as number two cornerbacks in this league, though, you can do so much worse than Kevin King. Like, not even close. You can do so much worse than Kevin King. So, it, it's... It, it, it's 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 funny because Packers fans just they, they love the rag on Kevin King, and I'm not I'm not here to say that he's you know he he he's not Darrell Revis okay he's not I I get it I get it but he's going to give up plays but he he he's the biggest playmaker they've got in that second now, now no juniors that Now Savage Jr. has been coming on but you look I mean, he had five interceptions last year. Uh, who, who was the guy that at the goal line scoops the fumble uh, that Chris Barnes forced out against Teddy Bridgewater? It was Kevin King. He's a playmaker. He makes plays, and he's your number two corner, and he's he's a, he's a he's a damn good football player. I, that, that's just all there is to it. So, um, yeah, it's I, I'm with you, Bart. It 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 makes me laugh sometimes.
2: Good. I thought I was going crazy. Like I I'm not world's greatest football brain. I think I've gotten to the point where. I can tell if a guy's playing well or not. And I was was just shocked. I know, you know, there's that ball that came right to him in the the end zone that he saw at the last second. Okay, whatever. I I just, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Ryan Wood, PackersNews.com, Green Bay Press Gazette. Uh, All Packer fans on the same page with their love for Aaron Rodgers. I think there's a couple of things that I've noticed this week. I heard him on Pat McAfee's show, and they asked him about the MVS touchdown, the long touchdown. And Rodgers is talking about how right away he saw two of the linebackers like figuring out where they're supposed to go, and he knew to exploit it. And so I think football is such an interesting game because you have a 60-minute game. That's the time of the game. It takes about three minutes to play, but there's about 12 minutes of action. And Rodgers wastes zero of those seconds because, yeah, the play clock goes down to one or zero or whatever. But the amount of information that he is – He knows, and he processes in just those 40 seconds. And then to have Matt LaFleur as his coach, where you take a system where this system gets Jared Goff paid, this play-action system gets uh, Jimmy Garoppolo paid, you take a system that's very friendly to quarterbacks, you take a brain like Aaron Rodgers, I mean, why we weren't seeing this and celebrating the Matt LaFleur hire since day one this is a perfect marriage. I just feel so confident about what this offense can continue to do in the playoffs.
0: He's a computer on the field. There's no question. I thought it was really interesting that Matt Lafleur said after the game in Chicago uh, that he's learned he's learned he just he's got to trust Aaron. And when you think about it, for a head coach like Matt Lafleur, who is an offensive wizard, I mean, he's got the scheme. He he, he knows the game inside and out, especially offensive football. Um, you're used to being the smartest guy, right? It's, it's, it's got to be tough. When you're the smartest guy, it's got to it's be tough to trust. That's I mean, all walks of life. When you're the smartest in the room, you're the smartest in the room. He's used to being the smartest in the room. Um, he, he, he's he found his match, right? He, he's, he maybe found his, his football intellectual superior, maybe, with, with Aaron Rodgers. He's a computer on the field. Um, and so the fact that he said that he's, he's learned to trust, is is uh, it's it's huge because that that's got to be a process there. Uh, it's it, that's a very deep statement. For me, the Aaron Rodgers story from this season that's always going to that I'll always remember is that the the touchdown to the MVS is is certainly a memorable. But uh, his 400th touchdown um, against the, the the Eagles when when he just chucked it out to Devontae Adams in the in the left flat and it looked like he did absolutely nothing on the play. It looked like Aaron Rodgers just threw a quick pass and Devontae Adams made the play. Until you find out after the game that it was actually a jet sweep to the opposite side of the field to Alan Lazard, and Matt LaFleur knew that the play was doomed because Brandon Graham was at a, a, on play side was a nine, lined up as a, as a wide nine technique, which would take away the jet sweep. But Aaron Rodgers knew it too, and so he just, it, at, it, in a nanosecond, the time it took him to get the snap, he decided, nope, not going this play, and he just throws it on the backside to Devontae Adams to get a touchdown out of it. That's the type of stuff that Aaron Rodgers does for you. It's really remarkable, and a lot of that stuff goes unnoticed because it just looks like a quick pass to the flat, but it's a lot more than that.
2: I feel like, because Lafleur said it this weekend, and I think he said it in that case too, but I, he said it multiple times where you ask him about a play, and I'll say, yeah, you know, I was going to call a timeout, but then I was just like, nah, Aaron's got
0: it. I'll trust him. Basically, yeah, I mean, he he's, he said you're right. He said it on both and and again. I I think that the um the, the process of of coming to trust is has been really big in in, in this relationship. It's, it's a big reason. It's on the forefront why this this not only this team is so good, but why this quarterback and and head coach have been so good together.
2: On one hand, you know when I look at the playoffs and and you look like what could knock the Packers out from making it to a Super Bowl, uh. COVID Covid's my biggest concern outside of COVID. I've been concerned throughout the year. I'm one of those more weapons guys. And you know, if a guy drops a, a pass, he uh, can't have MVS doing that in the playoffs. He can't have St. Brown dropping one right at his feet in the playoffs. You can't have that. But then I look at uh, last week's game against the Packers or uh, wow. Against the bears. Dominique Daphne is not a weapon yet with Aaron Rodgers, Maybe he is. Maybe. I've been wrong all year. Maybe you don't – maybe the real weapon this whole time has been Aaron Rodgers and he makes guys' weapons. Maybe I've been wrong, Ryan.
0: We'll see. You know, I, t- to me, it became, I guess, evident pretty early on that I mean, there's just a difference between the regular season and the playoffs. And that they were going to have enough to get through the regular season because, you, let's face it, 16 games, that's a lot of bad defenses that you face. You don't have any bad defenses in the playoffs. I mean, look at you know the the, the league's top ten in, in rushing defense, sacks, and, and those things. They're going to playoff teams. They're going to be playing good defenses coming from here on out. And so that that to me is going to be a different thing. I mean, that, I'm not saying that they don't have the firepower. I'm not saying they don't have the depth. They certainly have much more depth than they had last year. It's, it's not even close. But I, I don't know yet if there's going to be enough. That could could it could it hurt them in the playoffs? It could. Um, we'll have to see. You know, as far as the biggest hindrance, I don't think there's any question the biggest hindrance other than potentially COVID is special teams. That's the biggest hindrance. If, if they can't get their special teams fixed, that, that absolutely could beat them. It could end their season early. We've seen it happen before, 2014. Um, and just like 2014, it didn't just all culminate one play in 2014. It wasn't just, oh, Brandon Bosic missed the onside kick and, and they were disorganized. It was the entire season. And it's been the entire season this year. So to me, the, the biggest hindrance isn't even the depth; it's 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 the 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 issues on on special teams. But we'll we'll, just, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. There's no question. This is a team that's got the offense and the defense, the the, the firepower on, on both sides of the ball to to go a long way.
2: They would never say. Who do you speculate the Packers are rooting to face next weekend? I would think the Bears. Bears. Yeah, even though it'd be the third time you want to play the bears i think i think you know the rams i've been worried about but them losing to the jets putting that on tape that's been something uh it's likely going to be tampa and i don't know maybe the packers are rooting for that cuz maybe you know they want to step up and show everybody look we tom brady you're in the nfc this is our conference so i i do wonder who they're rooting for i
0: mean it's got to be chicago right you beat them twice and both were were pretty handily um uh, of of the 3, I think the one you don't want to see is the bucks. Not just cuz of Tom Brady, but that defense can travel too. Um, you know, the the, the Rams have a defense, but they just I, I don't see them having the offense, especially with how this Packers defense is playing right now. Um, that that defense might might hold the Packers under 35 points, you know, like they, they could they could make them work for it, but I, I don't know how Jared Goff's coming into Lambeau Field against this team and, and winning. Um, so, you know, I, I I think of the of, of the three potential. I, I think for sure the the one that you 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 do, would to want to see the most is the Bucs. But, you know, I I I bet that if if you um, put them on a polygraph, I bet that there'd be quite a few uh, players and 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 coaches in, inside Lambeau Field that would say bring on the Bucks because you know this is a team that's uh, it, it's it's they're competitors and they remember what happened in October, and I think that they feel like they're a whole lot better than that team that went down there week six and got their, their butts handed to them. I think they feel like they're a whole lot better, and they'd like to have a chance to kind of exercise those, those memories. So, I, I, you know, it, on the outside, on paper, you say, ah, not the Bucks, but I, I don't think the Packers would shy away from that.
2: Do we know anything about fans in the stands? Or are they, have they said anything either way?
0: You know, Matt LaFleur was asked a, a, a good question. I forget who asked it, but a couple weeks ago he, he was asked a good question about whether or not there, there was any chance of, of having any fans in the stands or if that's more of a pipe dream, and, and he basically said it's a pipe dream. That it's not going to happen. Um, he said that he would love, love to have more fans in the stands, no question about it, but the reality is that there's a pandemic going
2: on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh,
0: and it's, it's a serious thing. Uh, whether you want to believe it or not, it is, in fact, serious. And that the health and safety of the community comes first. So it's, it's a shame. It, it is a shame. Because you, you, you'd like – I mean, when you picture an NFC championship game at Lambeau Field, I think there are certain images that come to your, your mind. And none of those are an empty stadium or, uh, you know, 100th-filled stadium. None of those are that. So it, it would be it would be a little bittersweet, I think. Um, but at the end of the day, it's the same way for everybody, and Lambeau Field is the best home field advantage because of the the, the weather that, that you're going to get. I mean, th- th- there is that. It's not like you're in a weather-controlled environment. So th- there is still some perks to playing at home.
2: Got wild card weekend this weekend. Super wild card weekend, I should say. We'll know who the Packers face, and on Monday, we'll talk to you about it. Ryan, have a good weekend. We will talk in a couple days.
0: Looking forward to it, Bart. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the football.
2: Yeah, you too. Ryan Wood joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're applying for a home renovation loan, you're a bit anxious, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.